Love Talk Radio. My name is Ron Tucker, and I'm filling in again for Blake Finney tonight. It's the off night for the Washington Nationals after their long, excruciating road trip, which took them all the way from coast to coast to coast before coming back. And tonight I am joined by an alumni or an alumnus of District (laughs) on Deck, Chris Lacey. How are you? I'm good, Ron. Thanks. Thanks again for having me on the show. I am delighted to have you on. Chris, if you did not know, is the is New Jersey's biggest Arizona Diamondbacks fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't think of anyone I'd rather talk about the Arizona the first place Arizona Diamondbacks with than him because as I'll watch this weekend but he'll be the one I think about because these are both of his teams. And so like I said, welcome back. And uh you know, you're not used to dealing with teams under five hundred. You picked the right time to uh, to get to pick on the Diamondbacks bandwagon as the Nats go four and six on the West Coast trip. They took two out of three. I almost said that Shea, which will date me terribly, but at City Field um, before the Nats blew the finale. And then, you know, one of those funny things about baseball, Chris, they got nine hits off of Clayton Kershaw and couldn't do anything for four days after. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> So, so they so they beat Clayton Kershaw. They lose four straight, and then Max Scherzer does Max Scherzer things, and they put 15 on the Giants yesterday or or Wednesday, including a five-hit game by Trey Turner and a four-hit game by Andrew Stevenson and a six-RBI game by by Matt Adams. So it really is feast or famine with the Nats. Uh, I don't know how much of that you caught because it's late night games for everyone here in the East, but you're just your general thoughts. Now that you look at the Nets from a different light on their, on their season so far. Um, I think the Nets are struggling partly because um, the, the, the only good hitter they have in, in their lineup is uh, Bryce Harper. So I think the loss of the loss of uh, Murphy is huge. And also not having Anthony Rendon also Zimmerman is uh, struggling to play, but also, the net, the net bullpen has also been a problem as they rank 25th in the majors with a 5.28 ERA, but their starters are third in the NL with a 3.44 ERA. So I think once the net bullpen gets um get, gets put, uh, starts to uh, pitch better and some and some of the players get get a healthy, then I think the Nets will uh, start climbing in these standings and and, and hopefully j- jump the Mets for first place in the National League East. Well, that's the guy that jumped the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies, too. I mean, that's what happens when you get into fourth place. You know, everything is out of your control. You win yeah. and hope that you gain a game. But, you know, back to your point about the bullpen, they've pitched in so many high-leverage games. Um, at one point, I believe in one of the articles I wrote are, are around the, the Giants series, it might have been before the Giants series, five of their bullpen guys were on pace to pitch over 80 games. Edith wow. can't do that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, and it's just they could they're not they're not being blown out and they're not getting into high or they're not blowing people out. Yesterday was one of the one of the few times that uh people got cheap pizza and fries 
because they scored so <laughs> many runs. I mean, but it's just been yeah. so feasting or famine with them. But you're right. You know, I think it's the case of the bullpen being tired. Um, they signed Carlos Torres. Uh, Austin Adams pitched a good inning, and Trevor Gott came back up. So maybe now you have some guys that can pitch in games that aren't high leverage. But in this modern day and age of starting pitching, you know, Max Scherzer throws 100 pitches, and he's done after six innings. You, you know, you can't be needing nine outs a game five games in a row. True. So that's tough. I mean, at one point during the Mets series, Ryan Madsen threw 101 pitches in five days. Wow, that is way too many pitches. He's 38 coming off Tommy, you know, with the history of Tommy John trouble. Uh, yeah. So hopefully they can kind of find that. And the other thing is that they're missing three all-stars. You talked about Rendon, who pulled the Jason Worth and following off his foot. Uh, Adam Eaton, who, of course, uh, reopened some scar tissue or exposed some scar tissue on the slide of the plate. And we still don't know when he's coming back. And, of course, Brian Goodwin, who would be a starter, I think, for most teams in the National League in the outfield. Uh, we don't know when he he can't swing a bat. He's, his wrist is still sore. And, of course, if you didn't see the play, Chris, of, of how Victor Robles injured his elbow down in, in Syracuse, I mean, that was just – I mean, they're lucky that there wasn't any structural damage. There is lots of excuses to go around, but they're not executing as much. I mean, you, I know you haven't caught a lot of them, um, but you must – you, you know, must understand or must know that Davey Martinez is using a speed a lot more than Dusty Baker ever did, getting down some bunts and stuff. Um, what's your thoughts on that, and what do you think Arizona might do to try to shut down that part of Washington's game? Well, I think the key for um, the debate in the series is 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 when uh, is when uh, Trey is when Trey Turner comes 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 to the plate. They they have they have to find a way to get him out because. When uh Trey, when a Trey Turner does get a single, he he can easy, easily turn that turn that single into a, a double or triple, and also Turner leads the National League in, in um stolen bases with ten. So I think keeping keeping uh, Trey Turner off, off the bases is the key. And also when um Harper comes up to the plate, make make sure that there is no no one in a uh, scoring position because even though Harper is is only hitting um two 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 sixty on, on the season, he does he does have eight, eight homers and uh nineteen RBIs, and, and uh, Harper is is is, is always a it's always a, a threat to go to uh, go deep. So I think keeping Turner off the bases and then keeping uh, Harper in check will be a key for the uh, D-back starters in, in this series against the Nats. And they don't always intentionally walk Harper because you don't have to toss a pitch anymore for that. He did, by the way, I believe it was yesterday, drew the infamous three-pitch walk. Wow. <laughs> three <laughs> Just go. <laughs> but he's been drawing a lot of what you call an FBO walk, first base open walks, where he just doesn't get anything to hit. Um, and again, that's where the injuries really take uh, you notice of them because mm-hmm. unless Zim actually does something, uh, you can you can walk Harper. You know you're getting outs after that. Cool. So, but you know his eyes better. And the other thing you'll notice, Chris, when you watch Trey Turner, is how much better his batting eye is. He's walked 16 times this year, which is something he. Didn't do in 90 games last. He walked 30 times last year, 93, and he's walked 16 in the first 24. Yeah, and 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 I, and I think that's um great for Turner and also for the Nets because it shows that Turner is um 
maturing as, as a as a hitter, and 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 since and the Nets are, are they, they don't have they don't have Murphy and they don't have um Rendon Turner Turner actually um in, in, improving his um his eyes of play will will, will will only help 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 the uh the lineup in the uh future because uh, when they, when they uh, do do get do get those guys healthy, then the uh, Nets lineup is even going to be even better. Yeah, I mean they'll be fine when they're healthy. The question is, when do they get healthy? Yeah. Uh, I was telling you just before the show started that Adam Eaton's original ACL tear was a year ago Saturday, and that was the last time. I mean, I know some of the people are different in the lineup now. That the Nats carried a full lineup hmm. was that was that night. Wow. Um, so you pretty much because the season starts a week, a week earlier now, talking 164, 165 games, when they've had not one full lineup. Remember, Murphy hasn't played it all this year because of his knee surgery. Yeah. I mean, yes, Rendon and, and Eaton were in the opening day lineup, but the injuries are taking a toll. Uh, the good news is if you haven't, if you didn't see yesterday's highlights. The major difference in Andrew Stevenson's bat between this year and last year. You watched last year and he struggled with the plate and couldn't, you know, was swinging at everything. And this year, his yeah. swing is so much better. We were so impressed down in in West Palm Beach. And then yesterday, he goes out and has his first four hit game. He doubled twice, and okay. he is fast. He's not Turner fast. He's not Taylor fast, but he he runs the bases really, really well. He does, yeah. Um, so, again, they're five and a half games. Well, they're five games out because the Mets lost. Um, but there's still a tough road to climb. I mean, the Mets have gone four and seven in their last 11, but the Nats just went four and six on this road trip. True. And then also, the the, the Mets aren't, aren't the only um, good team in this um, division anymore because the Braves are good. They, they, they just called up the uh, – Number two overall prospect in uh, baseball, and uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. He had he had a uh, a, a great uh, second game today, and, and then there's also the Phillies, who re- who really pulled it together quickly after they flopped out of the start. I guess no one is calling for Gabe Kapler's head anymore in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, it's Philadelphia, so they're always calling for people's heads. Um, <laughs> but you go back to the Braves. I don't know if you've seen them yet this year. I know you haven't played them. You know, Dansby Swanson has pulled it together, too. The Nats and Braves have played six times, and the difference differences in Swanson's game this year than last year are amazing. Yeah, because I remember last year when uh, Swanson was struggling, the Braves um, sent him down to the minors in Triple uh, A. So um, whatever he, he uh, worked on during 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 uh, last season and Triple um, A has uh, done uh, wonders for him this year and and then also another 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 young player for for the for the Braves that's having a uh, good start to the year is um, Ozzy Albies he he's he's another great great Braves young hitter with him Acuna and Swanson the Braves have a really good lineup yeah Albies is taking the uh, is quickly approaching Freddie Freeman status as a Nats killer. But he is so so much fun to watch. Don't don't tell the Nats fans I said something nice about our team. But, you know, the Braves, it's starting to come together for them. And I'm glad that they didn't get rid of Snicker as their manager when they had the chance. Because I think they played really, really hard for him. All right. But maybe – no, go ahead. No, no, I was was, was just going to say that – 
uh, Snickers seems 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 to have have a uh, great great idea of um uh, of a uh, push pushing the uh, riot buttons for for the uh, the Braves and um good job good job by by the uh, front office of, of the Braves to not just let 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 them, let them go uh, let them go and um just trying to uh, bring in uh, some someone new when um Snicker had uh, had already de- developed a uh, very good uh, uh, rapport with the uh, Braves team. Absolutely, especially after the way that the last offseason went with people being fired and banned from baseball. <laughs> you, know, you, you could have excused them for that affecting them, and, and it didn't. All right, maybe the, the biggest surprise in the National League is the Arizona Diamondbacks. And if it you is. look at their stats, offensively, they're terrible. So how are they doing this, Chris? How are they at the best record in the National League West? They're doing it with pitching. They are fourth in the majors with a 2.87 team RA. They have a 3.52 ERA from the rotation, which is good for sixth in the NL and ninth in, ninth in majors. But the, the one thing that, that um, sets them apart is their bullpen. They lead all of baseball with a 1.77 ERA from their bullpen. And are the only team in the National League that has, has not blown a save. They are 8 for 8 in save opportunities. That's incredible. Yeah. And so I take it you're liking Brad Boxberger. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's he's great. He's he's a he's a welcome change from uh, Fernando Rodney uh, last season. And Rodney <laughs> already uh, blew his uh, first save for the Twins as uh, Gary Sanchez had a had a uh, walk off uh, three and homer um, earlier on today. So having 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 Boxberger is a uh, welcome change. I see that Jorge De La Rosa came into the day with an ERA plus of three ninety eight. Which is one hundred being average, so that's that's phenomenal. A one one three ERA in eight innings and eleven games. Um, Archie Bradley, another name that that's also very young. He's the youngest one in that pen. What can you tell us about him? He has sixteen strikeouts and thirteen in the third inning. Yeah, our, 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 Archie Bradley is is our is, is by far our uh, best pitcher in in the bullpen. He's the guy Tori will go to sometime in the sixth inning, sometime in the seventh inning because. If the team is in a jam, Lolo knows he 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 can use Archie for not for not only one inning but um two innings. So Archie Archie is Archie is kind of like that uh hybrid reliever that um a, a lot of a lot a lot of teams are using like the Twins. I mean the Twins, the Indians, they use uh a- a- Andrew Miller in that role, and also the Brewers they use uh J- Josh Hader in that role. So with uh, with uh, Bradley the uh, the uh, the uh, they have a a uh, great a uh, great great weapon in, in the pen. That um Lavelle can 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 uh, go to whenever when whenever whenever he sees the need to um stop stop these stop the opposing team from um having a uh, big a uh, big um, inning. Should there be concern about the slow starts for Grinky and and Robbie Ray? I will be concerned only that uh, the only reason why I'm not too concerned is because Zach Godley and Patrick Corbin have have been pitching so well, especially especially Patrick Corbin. He's He's um undefeated on the year. He's got he's got an ERA under two. He's got over forty Ks. So I think because uh, Corbin and Godley are pitching so well, I'm not too worried about Ray and uh, Grinky because I I do believe that they will get better. So that's the only reason why I'm I'm not worried about Ray and Grinky having a uh, slow start. And how much was will um Taiwan Walker's injury hurt? It's a big blow to, to lose Walker for for the for the rest of the season, but the D backs they 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 did they did call up uh uh Matt Cook from uh, AAA and um t- and and uh, and uh, two starts he's uh pitched very well he's he's pitched 
six innings and um he start and um today start he 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 got the win. He pitched uh, six innings against the Phillies, only gave up two runs. So as long as um Matt Cook continues continues to to, to uh, pitch well, I I, I think the D backs are in, are in good shape. But I I uh, do expect um D backs um the uh, front office led by uh, Mike Hazen to to um go at go after an arm uh, um during the uh, trade deadline, possibly to raise uh Chris Archer. I, I'm a lot of teams like Chris Archer. <laughs> Yeah. I know in, in my 20 months, I've written quite a few articles about why Chris Archer is a great trade target. Um, offensively, although Paul Goldschmidt's often not the greatest start in the world, not a terrible start, but not a great one. Uh, here outfield, the Peralta, David Peralta, who's a great story on his own, and A.J. Pollock being healthy. I mean, that's where a lot of your offense is coming from. Yeah, Peralta is the uh, the uh, table setter for, for Arizona. He's there uh... Lead off hitter, he gets on base, he can still bases. He's he's got some power, and then if, if, if AJ a, 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 AJ's got a, a a little bit more power than a Peralta, but but the true value that, that AJ gives the D backs is 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 his uh, defense. He's a great defensive uh, center fielder. He's got speed, and, and he 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 can also uh, steal 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 some bases. So I think having uh, having a uh, Pollock and a uh, Peralta in, in the outfield is, is a, a huge uh, bonus for Arizona, and also the uh, the other the other part of the outfield there is. Is um the in the offseason Z back sign uh, after the uh, uh Gerard Dyson to a uh, two two year deal and and it proved to be a, a smart move because they didn't know that the guy that they uh, traded for and uh Steve Steven Souza was um going to get injured during uh spring training so I think uh, Dyson has done a, a great job filling in while uh, Souza is um still on the DL. And the line here in Baseball References Souza has been designated for the ten day disabled list with the right pectoral strain as of April. Whatever, and uh, we'll miss an undetermined length of time. Are they expecting that to be long term, or, or, what's indefinite mean in his case? Souza should hopefully be back by between the second and third week of May, as, as, assuming he doesn't have any any uh, more uh, setbacks. So we, so the Nets might see him when we do the return trip to Phoenix, um, not too long from now, as a matter of fact, after this homestand. True. Yeah. All right. Have they actually fixed the grass at Chase Field? No. <laughs> it's just as dead. Uh, I can't believe that passes as a major league field. <laughs> I know. It's a nice stadium, but in, anyway. All right. So the three mm-hmm. games, it's one of these would be a Dusty Baker special. He'd whine about these because of three different start times. 7.05 Friday and one thirty-five on Sunday. Um, by the way, today's Diamondbacks Phillies game was a Facebook game. Did you catch any of that on Facebook, or did? Where no, I was, I was just I was just following it on, on on my phone because I I I kind I kind of don't 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 like the uh, the uh, face the face the Facebook uh, live games. I just mm-hmm. I just I just don't like them. So. Yeah, the Nats have yet to be assigned one. Um, that's the second one for the Phillies, and as you know, Philadelphia fans are so warm and inviting. <laughs> and give such constructive criticism for everything. So you know that uh, that Facebook, you know, just got some gentle reminders that that might not have been a great idea. <laughs> gentle being in the Fifty Shades of Grey category. Anyway, so uh, the three games, the Friday night game, Zach Godley versus Steven Strasburg. Strasburg's had a good year. Uh, tends to have the one bad inning, but in his last outing last Saturday, against Ryu and the Dodgers. He loaded the bases in the sixth, 
and then struck out the side, and no one moved. So nice. he giveth and he taketh away, but the Dodgers won the game anyway. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? What should what should Nat fans expect from Godley? Uh, it's 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 gonna it's it's gonna be a a a a, a, a low scoring game as you said. Strasburg is a great pitcher, and with with uh, Godley, his uh, best pitch is is his, is his uh, power curveball. It's 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 a uh, very 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 good pitch that um Godley Godley will use to um to get to to uh, get out get get out of jams. Godley has had a, has had a uh, very very good start to the year for the D-backs. He's, he's a three and one with a three point oh nine ER. Uh, ERA and basically what uh, Godley does, he works quick and he uh, he keeps the uh, the 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 backs in games. Though I'm 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 expecting a uh, very uh, low scoring game between uh, Godley and uh, Strasburg. Don't jinx it. We thought that we that was going to be the case between Kershaw and Scherzer, and at one point we thought that was going to be a 10-9 game. But yeah, <laughs> no, I'm looking looking forward to that Saturday afternoon 4:05 or lunchtime if you're listening as as a Diamondbacks. Uh, Patrick Corbin, who is your ace against Jeremy Hellickson, who is making his third start and hopefully will be stretched out to um, to 95 pitches because, boy, did he tire fast on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Corbin. Yeah, Corbin has been one of the best starters in the National League um, this year. He's undefeated. He's got a sub-2 ERA. And the key of Corbin this, this year, he's, he's throwing strikes and he's um, – you, you, utilizing his uh, his, his uh, slider much more. He's he's a, that that's, uh, that's, that's, that slider has been has been a uh, very good outpitch for Corbin this season. He, he he's uh, thrown that thrown that slider I believe 50, 50 uh, percent percent of the uh, time in um, his uh, starts this year. So with that slider working and his uh, fastball, Corbin Corbin has turned into the uh, D back day. So I'm 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 looking again for Corbin to have a, another good uh, start. I would think that you that Arizona would be favored for that, but Hellickson has been an improvement over the world's newest New York Yankee, uh, AJ Cole. <laughs> we're, I, I know you're not following as close as you were last year when you were still with us. Are you surprised that Cole fell apart like he did? Yeah, I was a little because I, I, I thought towards the end of last season he was he was kind of starting to figure it out, but then I remember in his last start with the Nats, he 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 struggled a lot, so I figured. With the way he struggled, I I, I kind of had had the idea that maybe the maybe the Nets would um would uh uh D, D, DFA him and um they they ended up uh, doing that as well and then uh, trading him to the Yankees. Well, when you give up a grand slam in a game that's already lost, that doesn't say well for your future. I mean, you talk sure. about sometimes how silly baseball stats can be, especially with you know how wins and losses are assigned to different pitchers. Uh, in Cole's first relief appearance in his first four pitches, he gave up a home run and a triple. But that's wow. the game that the Mets bullpen imploded on the Monday of that series. And so Cole got the win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, win of the year. And then the poor guy goes out in what was a winnable game at that point. That was the, the Madsen's fifth day in a row or whatever, or fifth, you know, third day in a row and 101 pitches in five days that we talked about earlier. And uh, Cole comes out when it's kind of out of reach with the bases loaded and just nothing, absolutely nothing. I, you know, wish him tremendous success in New York. Hopefully mm-hmm. wherever he lands, he can, he can find it. I'm not sure he's ever going to be, you know, he's not Cooper sound bound by any stretch, but you feel bad when you know 
that the problem is that people who have talent but can't harness it. True. And the other decent matchup to close the series, 135 in Washington, a uh, brunch special for those of you on the West Coast, uh, Robbie Ray and Gio Gonzalez. And before I ask you about Ray, Gio has actually done reasonably well and looks a lot like the pitcher that pitched last year and not the one that struggled the year before. You know, Gio, Gio looks uh, great. I, th- I, th- I think he, he's a, he's a uh, major, major reason why, 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 why the Nats are uh, third in the uh, National League with a uh, 3.44 ERA. But then back, back on Ray. Now, Ray, Ray does have a uh, 5.13 ERA, and, that, and, and that's a result of him uh, giving, uh, giving up uh, too, many, too many homers. But in, in his uh, last start against the Phillies, he only, he only lasted four and two-thirds, but he struck out 11 batters. So I think if Ray can actually finish off batters more, then I then I then I I I, I think his uh, his uh, his uh, start will be uh, longer. So as long as, as long as Ray can not have too many long 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 at bats against against uh, Nat Nat uh, Nat hitters, I think I I I, th- I think he will have a uh, better start. Well, that was the question I was going to ask you. You know what, you know what more do you want to see from from Robbie Ray? Because you know what his potential is, and with that rotation. And the way that the Dodgers are struggling, you know, this is – you guys are in great shape. And also, um, the D-backs actually set a uh, record today. They are the first team since the 1977 Los Angeles Dodgers to have won their first eight series to open, to open, to open the season. And then if they can win, the se- win, win this week, weekend series against, against the Nationals, they'll tie the major league record that was set by the 2001 Seattle Mariners with nine straight series wins to open the season. Seattle won 110 plus games that year too. Yeah, they went on uh, 116 and 46. We won't tell you how that season ended for Seattle. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, that's actually with 2001. If they had the Yankees, they were what? Yeah, you're right. It was uh, 2001. If they had beaten the Yankees. They would have played the Diamondbacks in the World Series. True. Just the thought of that. All right. Uh, anyone else that I didn't mention that you think should that earn should earn some love? Oh yeah. Uh, let me see. Also, yeah. Also, uh, Don Max third baseman Jake Lamb. He is still in the DL, but he did resume a life throwing program today, and it's possible that he will return in early May. So yeah, he. So uh, Jake Lamb may be a may maybe maybe may the uh, D backs off. Uh, starting third baseman when the uh, Nats come to uh, Arizona. What has Tori Lovello meant What's that to again? you guys? What has Tori Lovello meant to you guys? It's it's been great. He's he's been he's been a great manager. He 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 has a uh, great great pulse for the team. He uh, pushes the right buttons. He know he knows he knows how to uh, man, manage a bullpen and manage a game. He 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 really understands all all his players well, the pitchers, the outfielders. The infielder, so I think Tori has just done a great job. He is a true leader. And Mike Hazen was taught well by Theo Epstein during their time together with the Red Sox. Oh, he was. Mike Hazen has done also a, a great job as the uh, D best general manager. He's he's done a he's done a a, 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 very, a, a very good job of uh, making sure we uh, that the uh, team has uh, depth when they, whenever uh, someone goes down, like uh, walk 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 down TJ. So we had uh, Matt Cook available. When uh, Steven Souza got hurt during uh, spring spring training, he 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 had he had, he had already signed uh, 
uh, Ger- Ger- Gerard Dyson. So I, I think Hazen has done a, a great job, and also Hazen has also done a, a great job in, in actually building the uh, the uh, bullpen as well. So I think Hazen and, and Lavelle deserve a, a lot of credit for how the uh, D-backs have uh, started start the season. What is their payroll situation down there, and you know, can they do like they did last year and land someone like a JD Martinez at the trade deadline? I think they can land someone like JD Martinez. It depends on who's available and also what does that what does Arizona need. I think right now they 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 they, they appear to be a set, but but I I, I would like to see them possibly acquire another. Uh, 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 arm for the uh, bullpen and uh, possibly a starter, and 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 I and I think with the uh, backing of the ownership, Hazen can 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 go out and um get 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 to get someone if the if the uh, if the uh, team has a has a a need. Uh, so on on offense or in the field, where do you think the biggest need is that they would need to fill? To I mean, because obviously, if you're looking to to win the division, you're obviously looking beyond the first round. Yeah, I think for offense, I, I I would like to see them get an um up, upgrade at a uh, catcher right right now. We have three catchers: J.R. Murphy, Alex Avila, and uh, Jeff 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 Mathis. They're really uh, de- uh defense defensive mind the catcher. So if, if if there is a catcher out there that is available, who isn't who who isn't that bad defensively, but but can also swing 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 the bat well. I would uh, like to see the uh, D-backs um, uh, possibly uh, go out and go after that that player. That's a lot of competition, though, for catcher, especially someone like JT Realmuto, who uh, yeah. you know has been in. <laughs> he talking about Chris Archer being in the thing of rumors for for the Nats. You know, real people aren't real Muto, and of course, with the Mets catching situation being the way it is, um, yeah. <laughs> But you know, probably could someone like a Wilson Ramos or something like that that's not necessarily a top tier catcher would be someone that I could see benefiting the, the Diamondbacks as well. True, yeah, yeah, Ramos wouldn't wouldn't be uh, bad either. I guess it, 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 it all it all depends on uh, what what's an um, area of need need for the team. Hope hopefully they can uh, stay uh, reasonably healthy throughout throughout the uh, length of the season, and um, they 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 really won't have to actually go out. And 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 really and really um uh, get get someone. Whereas Hazen will probably just try try to just add, add someone that uh, that'll that'll just uh complement what um they are, already have. I think you feel pretty confident that you can come into DC and take two out of three. Yeah, I feel pretty confident. With that. I th- I th- I think we'll, we'll we'll lose the game against uh Strasburg because I think I think Strasburg is just uh, is 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 one of the uh, three best pitchers in the uh, NL. But I think. The start, the start, start, yeah, start with Corbin and the uh, the one, the one with our right. I think, I think we can win those uh, two games. For you national fans who might get upset that I said that, you know, I think Jerry, Jeremy Hellickson has pitched well his last couple times out. Was only pitched twice. He looked better his last time out. Not sure how durable his arm is yet. I mean, that's one of the drawbacks of signing so late into spring training is that you're just not ready to go once. Excuse me, the regular season starts. And of course, the other thing is, you know, Robbie Ray, who pitched well his last time out, but Gio Gonzalez has been very consistent this year. Um, that might be that would be the one I would think that could be the swing game. I, I would agree with Strasburg, um, but I could see where Arizona would take two out of three. And won't people be so thrilled 
in the district, if that's the case, they come home and, and drop two on a two on a three and four. Uh, hey, at least the Caps get on our seven-game series. Uh, we won't mention it's against Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, the question today comes from new contributor Felton Hughes, and he asks if with Michael A. Taylor blossoming, blossoming into a steady major league talent, does it make re-signing Bryce Harper a little less necessary? A future outfield of Adam Eaton, Michael A., and Victor Robles is not too shabby. Um, Taylor has kind of had an up and down year. True, he has. Uh, but one of the things that Dave Martinez has worked on with him is learning how to put down bunts for hits uh, and trying to get on base and create runs. Um, I'm not sure one kind of correlates against the other. Uh, only because Eaton is pretty much injury prone at this point. He's going to miss, you know, huge chunk, not huge chunks this year, but, you know, his first two years with the Nationals, he won't play a full year. And we still don't know when Robles will be ready. He did not look good the second half of spring training. But uh, on the other hand, he looked very good the first half of spring training, and pitchers, I think, just kind of figured him out once you face more and more major league pitching. Um, yeah. I'll just ask this because I know you haven't seen a lot of the Nats. What's your sense about what they're, what Bryce Harper wants to do, and will the Nats and him get together to make something happen, or do we uh, are we watching him on with play with his good buddy Chris Bryant next year? I, I think Harper actually wants to stay with the Nats. So I think I think depend on on how on how the uh, season goes. Like if the Nats can win 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 the division and then hopefully get out get out of the uh, divisional series, then I then I do, I do I do think Harper does uh, want wants to stay with the Nats. I mean, it, as 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 uh, fun as it might be to go to go and play with his his uh, his uh, friend and uh, Chris Bryant with us. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I feel like the chances are good. They're um, dedicating a field to him up in, in the northern part of northwest part of D.C. that he put a substantial amount of money in. So that's it's certainly I'd certainly say, I'd say it's fifty fifty whether they keep him, whether Taylor emerges or not. Is it's back to where it was last year. I'm not sure how that correlates into into keeping uh, Harper. Um, but the Nats have a very talented outfield. As I said earlier, Brian Goodwin could start for most teams. All right, you still with me, Chris? Chris faded out. One more call for Chris. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, I hear signs of life. Are you there? Ah, Chris went quiet. All right. So that was thanks for the question, Selton, and we appreciate that. You just never know. You never know. And if Chris, if you're still there, just kind of talk in so I can hear you. Um, so that's pretty much the show this week. We've got, of course, a bu- great bunch of stuff on the site. Selton actually has a early report card for the Nats that he wrote his debut article for us. Go check that out at District on Deck 
com, along with the rest of our stuff. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at District on Deck and give us a like on Facebook at District on Deck. You can follow Chris Lacey at who we greatly appreciate coming on with us at AE Canada 12 on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ron Juckett, J U C K E T T. No show Sunday night. Blake will be with you after the Pirate Series to preview the first series against the Phillies coming up. It is always a pleasure to be with you, and thanks for, thanks for being with us. I'm Ron Juckett. I'd like to thank Chris Lacey once again for being with us. It was so good to talk to him again. And so for all of us at – oops. Hey, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then I'll hang up on the thing that was there, and I'll, I'll let you – I gave the uh, – the thank yous and stuff, but just, you know, your, your thought, you already gave your thoughts in Harper, you know, what else should we watch for and, uh, and, and whatever else you'd like to share. Um, one thing, one thing I'd like to see in on the series is, um, can the uh, Nets bullpen just, uh, pitch, uh, pitch uh, better because they, they have, they haven't performed that well up until, up until this uh, point in the season. So I, I would just like to just see them just, uh, pitch, pitch better. And then, um, and for them to have a, um, uh, Compa- uh, uh, com- competitive series with the uh, D-backs, and um, that was it. No, that, yeah, it, I will say this. I think for the Nats having pretty much having the law firm in Sammy Solis with two days off in a row because they didn't pitch in the blowout, and, of course, today's a travel day, that's huge. That's huge. Now, sure. I don't want to see him pitch three days in a row. And, of course, Sean Kelly got hurt in the San Francisco series. He's pitched hurt since game five of the – 16 NLDS anyway. Um, mm-hmm. You're just hoping that, that that is not a career-ending injury. It's not how you want to go out. Sure. No, um, exactly. but, no, not much. All right. Well, I thank you once already, but I'll do that again. Thanks so much <laughs> for coming in and spending some time with us. I really do appreciate it. No problem, Ron. Thanks, thanks, thanks for uh, having, having me on the show. It was, it was a pleasure. Oh, my, my pleasure. All right. So, baseball returns on Friday, don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes. And if you read the link on the when this story goes up tomorrow, you can get the iTunes link there too. So for Chris Lacey, I'm Ron Juckett. Have yourselves a good night. <laughs>